Welcome to our class in Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse in the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Vayikra El Moshe. He called to Moshe Rabbeinu. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on Shabbos, Parshish Vayikra. It was that year, it was the fifth day of the month of Nisan, in the year Tavshin Memzayin, 35 years ago. So again, the Chassidic Discourse is based on the opening verse in this week's Torah portion where it says, Vayikra el Moshe, he called to Moshe Rabbeinu. Rabbi says it's known the questions that are asked in the Kutei Torah from the Alter Rebbe and in other Chassidic Discourses after that as well. Why does it say, Vayikra el Moshe, he called to Moshe Rabbeinu? But it doesn't say, who's calling Moshe Rabbeinu? Vayikra he called, but who's calling? That's question number one. Also, if you give a look in the beginning of the Torah portion, so Vayikra is written, the, le- the letter Aleph, and the word Vayikra is a small Aleph. And we find in Divri Ayam in the Prophets, where it says the word Adam, so there the Aleph is a big Aleph. So generally speaking, the Torah is written with average size letters. Over here, the Aleph is small, and in Divri Ayamim, the Aleph is a big, le- a big Aleph. And the question is, why is that? He continues to ask another question. It says in the, in the, in the, in the, in the verse, after it says he called to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he tells him as follows, Adam, a human being, that will come forth from amongst you, and he'll bring, and what was he going to bring as a sacrifice? He's going to, he's going to bring forth the sacrifice. So it says, carbon Lashem, and a behemoth, and a bucker, and a sign, different types of animals he's going to bring as a sacrifice. So it says, takrivu, they're going to bring close as a carbon, karbanchem, your carbon, and it says the expression of plural. So there's many questions that are asked in that verse. In other words, it says, Adam kiyakriv mikem, a man that will uh, bring from amongst you. It should say, Adam a man from amongst you that will bring the sacrifice. Why does the Mikem say after Kiyakri? That's question number one on that part of the verse. And also, why does he begin on, he says, Adam Kiyakri, which means it's singular, and he finishes off by saying, Takrivu um, Karbanchem in plural. It starts off in singular and ends up in plural. So Jeremy explains and he says as follows. The idea that over here, it starts with Vayikra and the letter Aleph, and the word Vayikra is small. We can understand it based on what's explained in the different Hasidic discourses, that in general in the Torah there's average letters, in Hebrew it's called Bainanim, then there's small letters, and then there's big, big, big letters. Now, the Aleph Vayikra is called a small letter. But even though it's a small letter, it's brought down in Kabbalah, so this small letter draws in from the Adam on high, which is higher than any limits. So in other words, like this, what they're explaining in short, now they're going to explain at length is, so on one hand, Vayikra, he's calling the small Aleph. Yes, he's calling the small human being, and the small human being has the power to draw in from the highest levels. Higher, the Rebbe says, even from the, the the middle, the average letter of the Aleph, like where it says, for example, in the in the Torah, in the Ten Commandments, it says, I am God, your God, and the Aleph of Anoichi is an average letter, and that's referring to Hashem himself. So that's a regular, a, 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 a medium-sized letter, but it's drawing an even high, higher than that. And matter of fact, there was a, like, like it's explained in many places, why the Ten Commandments starts with, with an Aleph. Because again, it's referring to the Aleph, the Aleph of Hashem. 
So even though it's a middle letter, it's an average letter, but obviously it's it's referring to Hashem. But the Rebbe is saying it's even higher than that, that, the level of Anoichi, where, like it says in the Ten Commandments. What does that mean? The Rebbe explains as follows. <clears throat> it's brought down in the Hasidic Discourse based on what it says in the Medrash. The Medrash says like this. That in reference to Avram Avinu, what does it say? What does it say in the Torah? So it says, "By Yikra Elov, there was a call to who to Avram Avinu, but who called Avram Avinu?" So, so the Torah it says, "Malach Hashem, the one that called Avram Avinu wasn't Hashem himself; it was an angel of Hashem." However, when it comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, "By Yikra El Moshe," and he called to Moshe. And again, it doesn't say this clearly who called, but, and, but nevertheless, what did it say afterwards? Hashem is calling him. Hashem is the one that's speaking to him. So you see there's a major difference between Avram Avinu and Moshe Rabbeinu. By Avram Avinu, there was a Vayikor, there was a calling, but who called an angel of Hashem. But when it came to calling, but it's referring to over here to Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem himself called. What's the difference? Why is by Avram Avinu was an angel on Hashem, by, by Moshe, it's Hashem himself? So he explains, in Kabbalah explains, because by Avram Avinu, his connection to Hashem, even though there was, he had a relationship with Yudke Vavke, but it came through Hashem Elokim, which is not as powerful as Yudke Vavke. So since Avram Avinu's connection to Hashem was through Hashem Elokim, a more finite part of Hashem, and that's why an angel called him. In other words, you're going to say, what do you mean? But the fact is an angel is, is a shliach. He's a messenger of Hashem. And a messenger is just like the person that's, that, that he's representing. And, and as a matter of fact, the angel himself says, Ani Hashem. You know, so he's, he's representing Hashem. But the fact is, even though an angel, yes, he's an angel and he's a shliach of Hashem, and he says Ani Hashem because he's representing Hashem. But the fact is, an angel is a creation that has its own independent existence. It's not Hashem himself. The angel has its own independent existence. However, when it comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, how did he get his energy from Hashem? He got it literally from Yudke Vavke, from the essence of Hashem himself. And when you have the the the, the uh, drawing the energy from Yudke Vavke, you're drawing it without any intermediary. By Avram Avinu was through a Malach. By Moshe Rabbeinu was Hashem himself. And it was I, Hashem, is the one that's calling you, Yudke Vavke. I am the Hashem Yudke, that, uh, that's speaking to you. And so, and, and the Rebbe explains even deeper, and he says, it's brought down in, 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 in many places in Chassidus, that when it says, Ani, Hashem is calling you, it's not referring to just a name, Yudke Vavke. It's referring to Atzmusa Yimuhusa Yisborech. It's not just a name, Yudke Vavke. It's the essence of Hashem, which is higher than names, because name is a limiting. There's the Shem Elokim, which we said that's connected more to Avram, to, to Avram Avinu, which is limited. Yud Kevavke is much more powerful, and that's connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. But Yud Kevavke is also a name. So even though it's referring to the infinite part of Hashem, it's still a name. However, at Smusay Mohusay, the essence of Hashem is much higher, much deeper than a name. So in other words, when the, the, the energy that was drawn down to Moshe Rabbeinu was deeper than even Yud Kevavke, which is a name, but it's the essence of Hashem. Which is higher than any type of name. So that's where it's coming from. So by Yikra, what is Yikra referring to? In reference over here by Moshe Rabbeinu, it's referring to the essence of Hashem. Not only the Yud Kevavke, the essence of Hashem. And this powerful by Yikra, the essence of Hashem, where is it coming down? It's coming down literally into this physical world, where Moshe Rabbeinu was in this world. 
And that's why it says, this, this calling from above a name, the essence of Hashem down to this world, that's why the expression is called the Yikra, an expression of calling. Why? The Yikra Moshe, he called, called Moshe Rabbeinu. Why does he use the expression of, of, of Kriya? Because Kriya is an expression of the person receiving it fully. So it's coming from the highest places, the essence of the infinite of Hashem, Atzmusim Husay. It's going down to, into Moshe Rabbeinu, but it's not just a connection with the superficial. It's a real connection that Moshe Rabbeinu in this world receives Atzmusim Husay, the essence of Hashem. And like the Rebbe brings from the Kutitari from the Alter Rebbe, where he brings the uh, translation of the Targum on, on, on the verse in the Prophets where it says, the Zelzeh. They called one another, so the Targum translate umekablin demidain. They receive from one another. So when it says by Yikra, it's not just Hashem called them, and you know there's no real, there's no real, it's a, there's no real deep connection. But the Targum translate by Vikara is referring makablin. They received. So this powerful atzmusay muhusay, the essence, the infinite part of Hashem, is received by Moshe Rabbeinu. And based on this, Rabbi explains beautifully. This is the connection of the small. Aleph, together with the big Aleph, like we said before. What does that mean? In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu is down here in this world. He's a small, we're a small nobody, we're a small nothing. But in the, in Moshe Rabbeinu, in this world, the small Aleph, what gets drawn in? The huge Aleph, which is referring to So right now, the Rebbe so far answered one important question. And that is, why does it have a small Aleph? And the answer is, it's referring to the small Moshe Rabbeinu compared to the infinite God. But nevertheless, in this small Moshe Rabbeinu, you get to draw in the big Aleph, which is referring to the essence of the infinite part of Hashem, and he uses the expression of Ayikra because it's not just a, it's drawing in, and there's really no, it's like, it's too far, it's, it's not necessarily connected. But Makablin, Moshe Rabbeinu receives within him Atzmusay and Muhusay Yisbarach down into this world. Now Jeremy takes it a step further, and he says like this. So this Torah portion of the Yikra Moshe called Moshe Rabbeinu. So this is a story, it's a story about Moshe Rabbeinu. Jeremy says, no, no, no. Just like it applies to Moshe Rabbeinu, the same thing it applies to every single Jew, every single Jewish person, past, present, and future. This Vayikra, that means the the essence of the infinite God that comes down into this world in a way that we receive it, applies to everybody. Based on what do we say? This is like explained many, many places the difference between the Shamot, we all have a Shamot within us, and angels. In other words, because an angel, like we already mentioned before, is a, a mitzias nivra. It's something that was created. And it has, so to speak, it's a dependent existence. It's a creation. Yeah, it listens to Hashem, but it's an independent existence. However, in reference to the Shamoy's souls, who we are, in the Shamoy's Yisrael, what does it say in the verse? It says, Bonim Atem Lashem Alekechem. We're children of Hashem. And up to the point, like the author explains in, in Tanya, that we each have a chilek and a kamimal mamash. So even though we're living in this world, it looks like we're in independent existence, but the fact is we're children of Hashem, and we have a chilek and a kamimal, we have a part of God. We're connected to God. And therefore, since we, every one of us, have a neshama, we're the children of God, we're connected to God, we have a part of God within us, therefore we're able to receive from the highest levels, every one of us, not only Moshe Rabbeinu, and that's why he doesn't say who's the one calling, 
Why does it say who's calling? Because if it said who was calling, that's a finite level. Even though it's Yudke Vavke referring to the infinite part of Hashem, but it's still a level. It's still a name. So a Yikra means it's coming from where? Off the charts. Off names. Beyond. Much higher. And that comes down into each and every one of us. Not only to Moish Rabbeinu. But there was one but it says specifically Yikra Moish, he called Moish Rabbeinu. But nevertheless... What is, what, what is, what is, what he continues on to explain the Chassidic discourse, because we know Torah is not f- a finite, Torah is Nitzchias. Torah is everlasting. And the Torah doesn't only apply in the past. It all, doesn't only apply to Moshe It applies in the past, the present, and the future. Nitzchias means it's everlasting. It applies today. It knows everything in the Torah it's not just a story of the past, an episode of the past that happened to one person. It's something which applies in every single generation. And we know that Moshe Rabbeinu is an extension of Moshe Rabbeinu in every single generation. Every generation is, is a representation of Moshe Rabbeinu. And the fact is, it's brought down in, in, in Chassidus clearly that Moshe Rabbeinu is found within each and every single Jewish person. He was called an Ashama Klalis, a general soul. That means everybody has a, everyone is connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is connected to everybody. That means that every single Jewish person has a part of Moshe Rabbeinu. And since we all have a part of Moshe Rabbeinu, therefore when it says Vayikra, and it doesn't say who's calling, which means referring to the highest level of God, higher than any name, which is Atzmusay, Mahusi Yisbarach, is found not only in Moshe Rabbeinu, but it's actually found in each and every one of us. So Rebbe, to recap, Rebbe is extending, extending the idea that we're saying it's coming from the highest to the lowest, which that was referring to technically, specifically to Moshe Rabbeinu, but Rebbe said it applies to each and every one of us. We have within us, from the highest, higher than any name, is found within each and every one of us. And based on this, Rebbe explains, that's why it says, Adam, beautiful explanation, why it says Adam Kiyakrev, that a, a, a person that's going to become close to Hashem. Why? Because what is the, the person that's going to come close, it comes after the verse that we just learned, by Yikrel Moshe. He called Moshe Rabbeinu, and we just learned, what does it mean? It doesn't say who's calling, it means it's coming from the highest place of, of, of the infinite part of Hashem. And other every single person has within him the essence, the essence of Hashem. So therefore it says, Adam mikem, that a person will bring from, from amongst you. So what does it mean, Adam? Because Adam we know, based on what it says in the prophets, it comes from the expression of Adam Elyon. I'm compared to on high, in other words. So, Adam, why does it say Adam? Because what did we just say? By Yikra, the infinite part of Hashem called, Moish Rabbein, an extension called every one of us. So therefore it uses the expression of Adam. Because Adam means he's compared to on high. And because we have the infinite part within us, therefore we're compared to on high. And like Dara brings, we, we all know that, for example, humans have these four different titles. What's the four titles? There's Adam, there's Ish, Gever, and Enosh. Four different titles for human beings. And Adam is the highest title. Why? Why is it the highest title? Because it represents the highest part that we have. What does it mean the highest part that we have? We know in the Neshama, we have, we have five levels to the Neshama. Nefesh, which means the lowest, more physical. Ruach, the second level, means more, more godly, uh, Neshama, and Chaya, and Yechida, the highest level. So when you say Adam, what is it referring to? It's referring to the highest level in the Neshama. So that's why it says, since we're talking about 
Vayikra, the infinite part of Hashem, is calling within every one of us. Which part of us is a calling? It's calling to the highest part within us, the part that we're connected to the infinite. And that's why he says, Adam, Adam referring to Adam al-Elyon, Adam referring to the highest part in the Adam, uh, in the Adam, Ish, Gever, and Enoch, which is referring to the level of Yechida, and that's why he uses the expression of Adam. And that's why Derek explains now beautifully that why does it say Adam Kiyakriv? We have one of the questions we've asked before is how come it starts off singular? And the answer is the reason why it starts off singular because Adam is referring to what? The Yechida, the oneness within us, the oneness in each and every one of us. And that's why it uses the expression in a singular form. Which is why? Because that's the level of Yechida, which is the level of Yechida is higher than all the names. Just like when it says by Yikra, it doesn't say who's calling, because it's coming from the absolutely the essence of Hashem. And he's calling to what, which part of us? He's calling the Adam part. He's calling the Yechida part. Not the part that we're different and we're, we're th- than one another, but the fact that we're one. And that's why it says, Adam Kiyakriv. And it was the Adam referring to the Yechida, and that's why it's in the singular, that the person is bringing himself, the essence of himself, not the distracting part of the self, the multiple part of themselves, but the essence of themselves to Hashem. So it starts off at Adam Kiyakrif. So the first thing you bring is, you bring the Yechida. You, you know, Hashem calls you, you're Yechida, you connect, the oneness connects to Hashem. But afterwards, you have to remember, we live in this physical world. So we, Yechida is easy to connect to Hashem. So that's the easy part. Adam Kiyakrif, he starts off with the easier part, with the oneness part of Hashem. But then we go over to the lower level. What's the lower level? Because you know the Nishat, what do you mean lower? Because to be clear, high and low doesn't mean physically, this is not necessarily higher than this. High and low means more godly, and lower means more physical, less godly. So we know that the Shema was in a high place, which means it was connected to the infinite part of Hashem. And it came down to this world, which is called Bira Mikta, a very, very low place. It means godliness is not so revealed. And like the brings the verse where it says, um, like we say in the prayers, the Neshama Shinasatami, the Neshama, which is referring to the part of God that you gave me, to Hayrihi, the highest level where it's pure. And then it goes Atta Barasa, goes down to the world of Yitzbriya. Then it goes down to the world of Atta Yitzarta, the world of Yitzira. But Nefachtimi, until it comes down to this physical world. And then it comes down literally the soul comes into our body and now he comes to our body then it has to deal with the animal soul so what's the what's what happens again so the soul started off together with hashem it goes down from atzilus briya it goes down into the body and then his body is the animal soul but the point of the soul the neshama coming down to this world is not um, to, to get lost into the world, it's to elevate the world, to elevate the physical world, to elevate the body, and to elevate the animal soul. So the, the job of the neshama in this world is to to refine and transform the body and to transform the animal soul. So what happens after we start doing our avodah? That's why it says you have to bring a sacrifice from what min for all the different types of animals. You have to bring karbanchem plural. Why plural? Because in Adam Kiyakir, it's referring to the highest part of the soul. The highest part of the soul where it's not in, involved and connected to the body. It's, it stays aloof. But now we're talking about the next level. When the, when the soul comes into the body, it has to come into the animal soul. And that's why it says Takrivu, you have to bring in the plural, in plural. Why, why plural? Because it's referring to the working with the body and working with the animal soul. 
And obviously there's different levels in the animal soul. There's the level of the bucker and the tzoyin and the, the, uh, the bird and the, uh, the carbon mincha. Like it's explained in many, many places in Chassidus, all the different levels of elevation that we have to do with our animal soul. Again, so just to recast, the is explaining us why the beginning of the verse says, Adam Kiakr singular, because referring to the, to the neshama, which part, the highest part, the yechida part, so that's singular. That's not involved in the materialistic world. But then he's referring to, um, you bring it, plurals referring to the way the neshama comes into the body and has to deal with the animal soul and there's different levels to the animal soul. Now the Rebbe goes on to explain something beautiful and he says as follows. In Likute Torah from the Alta Rebbe, so the explanation <coughs> of, of these two verses where the first verse, where Hashem is calling from the, from the infinite part of Hashem to moisture and to elevating into, um, into this physical world. And the second verse of Adam Kiyakar and Kem, where it's referring to the highest level of soul. And then the way it goes on, the soul comes down, and you have to elevate the world. So it's actually two different Hasidic discourses. One Hasidic discourse explains the first verse, and the second Hasidic discourse explains the second verse. But if you give a look, Rebbe says, in the, the Bad Rebbe, after the Alt Rebbe, the Middle Rebbe, and the same thing also with the Tzamech Tzadik, and also with the Chabad um, uh, uh, Rebbeim, after the Middle Rebbe and the Tzamech Tzadik. So these two ideas that are by the altar in two different Hasidic discourses become actually they're part of one Hasidic discourse. In other words, in the beginning, there are two different verses, two different Hasidic discourse. But afterwards, they explain it all part of one Hasidic discourse. What's the reason for that? And Rebbe explains very simply, he says like this. In the beginning, what does the altar explain? He's explaining two different ideas. You have first the idea that there's a tremendous revelation from on high, by Yikra. It doesn't say who's calling. And then it's coming down to this world, but then there's a lower level of an avoida. What's the lo- lower level, 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 level of the work? That now we have to deal with the, with the godly soul, Adam Kiyakamikem, and you have to work with the animal soul, etc. Now, so again, just to recap, the other saying is like this. By Yikra, the first verse is a very, very high level. The essence of Hashem is calling Moshe Rabbeinu. It's pure, it's holy. The second verse, Adam Kiyakar already, now you're dealing with the godly soul that comes into the world, and even though, yes, it's the highest level Yechida, but then you deal with the Karkivus Kambanchan, the way the soul comes, has to deal with the body, has to deal with the animal soul. So it's two different things. One is godly, and one is more already dealing with the world. That's what the altar splits it. However, afterwards, they're, they're put into one, one Hasidic discourse. Why? Because the, the avoid our spiritual work in this world, by, ele- by to elevate the godly soul and to elevate the, the body and to elevate the animal soul, where do we have the power to do it? Where do we have the energy to elevate the body and the, and the animal soul? We get the energy to elevate it from the Vayikra al-Moshe because the infinite part, the essence of Hashem is Vayikra is calling us, therefore we have the power to en- and the energy to elevate the world. And and when you elevate the world, you actually get elevated even higher. So in other words, because we have the gift of a Yikra Moshe, therefore we're able to work with our godly soul, with our animal soul, and up to the point that we actually unify the two, that the animal soul gets on the same page as the godly soul. And when you unify, then you create the real achdas, the real unity. Like like it says, the verse says, that you make peace on high. What does it mean you make peace on high? So Rebbe explains a, a, a powerful insight. What does it mean, make peace on high? That when you elevate the body, and then you elevate the, the, the animal soul, 
and you elevate it to miroimov, oisa shalom bim roimov, you elevate the body and the animal soul to a higher level. So that's how you make peace. In other words, like this, the godly soul is into godly stuff, the animal soul into animalistic stuff. How are you going to make peace? And the answer is very simple. When you educate the animal soul, that there's a higher reality. When you educate the body, there's a higher reality. So by of you elevate it. That's how you create peace. So <clears throat> from this, Rebbe explains something very, very powerful. And he says like this, that in every single Jewish person has the powerful flow of energy from Vayikra al Moshe. From Vayikra, which means Hashem beyond names, the essence of Hashem is calling each and every one of us. And because Hashem gives us that huge gift, that allows us to affect and use our godly soul to elevate our body and elevate the animal soul that we have within us. Rebbe goes on to say even deeper, and he says like this. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu, in the Torah, he says, 600,000 people that I'm amongst them. What does that mean? What does he mean when he's saying that he that he's he amongst them? And he uses this to point to prove to prove the point that Anoichi Bekirboy, I am amongst them, which means that Moshe Rabbeinu is in within each and every one of us. So therefore it says by Yikra, the essence of Hashem is calling Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu says himself as a testament in the Torah. Ashar Anoichi Bekirboy, I am within everyone, anybody, anybody. In other words, so the explains powerfully, you know, since Moshe Rabbeinu is within us. That allows us and that helps us to do our spiritual work. Moshe Rabbeinu is within each and every one of us. And because Moshe Rabbeinu is within us, therefore we have the Vayikra, and therefore we have the power to use our godly soul to elevate this physical world. So from here we see, the Rebbe says beautifully, that the power that's given to every single one of us, from the revelation that Moshe Rabbeinu had, which is in him, we also have, which what revelation is? It's the revelation of the essence of Hashem. And it doesn't say who's calling Hashem, it means it's the essence of Hashem. It's beyond any, any name. And that gives us the power to do our spiritual work in this world. And Rebbe says specifically that, um, on Shabbat, especially applies on Shabbat, when we read this Torah portion of Pasha Vayikra, Vayikra al-Moshe, and specifically on Shabbos um, itself, generally is connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. Why? Because it's brought down in, in the in the holy books of the Arizal, um, based on the on the on the expression that we say in the prayers, Yismach Moshe b'Matnas Chalkei. Moshe Rabbeinu is happy with the, with the gift that he was given. In other words, what does that mean? That there's a a added um, joy and a specific added joy that we have by Moshe Rabbeinu on Shabbos. So besides the fact that it says in this Shabbos that we're, that we're reading, um, Moshe, but we also know Moshe is connected to Shabbos. And in, when the Rebbe said this, this course, we said it was in the month of Nisan. So it's specifically when we're, we're in the month of Nisan. And we know that Nisan is connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. The month of Nisan is connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. Why? Because what does Nisan mean? Nisan means the name of the month. But Nisan also means a double expression of miracles. But whether you read from the from the front right to left, left to right, it's Ness, and you read backwards, it's also Ness. So it's a double it's a double mir- miracle, and that's also Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is all about mi- miracles. Like the Arab brings in the Medrash, the Medrash says that Moshe Rabbeinu is the miracle of the Jewish people, and Hashem is the miracle of Moshe Rabbeinu. And like we know, the verse in, in the Torah says clearly, "Vayikra Shmoy Hashem Nisi." He called the place Hashem my miracle. In other words, Hashem. 
Those that gives us all, all the, all the blessings that he gives us, that's obviously a miracle from Hashem. And now Yitzhak says that we know clearly, it's very simple, that in the month of Nisan, that's when we had the redemption. From Egypt, we went out of Egypt. Who took us out of Egypt? Moshe Rabbeinu. So you see clearly that in the month of Nisan is connected to Moshe Rabbeinu, who took us out of Egypt. Now, so this is connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. But Jeremiah says this idea of miracles doesn't only apply to Moshe Rabbeinu. It applies to every one of us. Like the Medrash says clearly that when Hashem chose to create the world, so he, when he created the world, he created time. What do you mean times? So you have, you have years and you have months, etc. That's general creation of the world. But what happened when Hashem chose the Jewish people? When, when did he choose us? In the month of Nisan, when he took us out of Egypt. So he established then the calendar. But what do you mean? We had already had the calendar. So there's two calendars. The calendar of creation. There's the years and the months. But then there's the calendar of miracles. So the first month that Hashem established when we went out of Egypt, that month of miracles. It's the month of, of, of redemption. And like it says clearly in the Torah, this month will be to you. What does it mean? This month is going to be to you a month of redemption, a month of miracles. So you see clearly that the, 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 the novel idea of, and the chiddush of the month of Nisan, because the month of Nisan is a month of redemption. And the month of redemption wasn't Moshe Rebbein, was the, Moshe Rebbein was, was, the, was the shliach of Hashem to help take us out of Egypt, but we all left Egypt. So redemption applies to all of us. Miracles apply to all, all of us, to Yaakov and all his children. And, and, and applies to everyone till today. And up to the point that Hashem chose us, and we know that Hashem chose us, is much, the choosing the Jewish people in the month of Nisan is much greater than the choosing creating the world. And Rebbe says, to possibly you can even say that we know that it's, the author explains in Tanya that um, when Hashem chose us, He didn't He didn't chose us from our godly soul because the godly soul you don't have to choose; it's godly. But Hashem chose our body versus the body, so to speak, of an Andrew. Why? Because technically they're the same. But he, for some reason, He chose the body. But Rebbe says, choosing for us to give us the month of miracles, the month of Gula is even a higher level of choosing. And Rebbe says, just like. In the month of Nisan, we were redeemed, we were taken out of Egypt. The same thing also, God willing, in the, uh, we're gonna go out of, we're gonna go out of this exile in the month of Nisan, which, um, <clears throat> which this has to do with the, the quality of the Jewish people. Why? Because the fact is that the ultimate redemption applies to every single Jew. Everyone is gonna go out of Egypt. No one's gonna remain in exile. And like it's brought in many, many places that, in Egypt, and some people unfortunately didn't go out. However, when it comes to with the ultimate redemption, everyone's going to go out. Of, everyone's going to go out of us. And Rebbe says, he says that it should be the will of Hashem that it should happen to us that with our children, with our with with, with the elders, with with the with the with the boys and the girls, the men and the women, we're all going to merit very very soon the the redemption, the true redemption, the complete redemption. Literally in this month of Nisan. Why? Because the fact is we went out of Egypt in the month of Nisan when we went out, we, we went out of Mitzrayim. And we're going to go out of this Golos also in the month of Nisan. And it's something which is for sure, Durba says. We're not going to push it off to the next Nisan. It's going to be this Nisan. And not only that, but it's, when, in the month of Nisan, when is it going to happen? It's going to happen right away. He's not going to even hold back even a split second. That literally, in the day and in the month, there's many, many, there's many, many seconds of the day, etc. But Hashem's not going to hold back even for a second. And by, in, in reference to any time, what's going to happen? It's going to happen. Loy ikvan Hashem's not going to hold back even for like the blink of an eye. He's going to take us out of Gullus. and it's going to happen literally 
And their expression of use, Lamatim Asarat Fachim, literally in reality, down here. And it's going to happen, the redemption is going to happen, with tremendous joy, and gladness of heart. So obviously, it's a very, very, very powerful and inspiring Hasidic discourse. We saw like all the powerful Hasidic teachings over here, what the Rebbe is teaching us and inspiring us and giving us tremendous um, energy is that we, every one of us, have the greatest revelation of God. And by having the greatest revelation of God, we'll have the power and the strength to take ourselves out of Gullus with the help of Hashem and God's willing, our next class will be in Yerushalayim, Ira Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.